0: Another episode of the WSNT podcast. It's been a minute. I even lie. I'm not even going to lie. It's, I'm even shy. I'm embarrassed, actually. I'm embarrassed. It's so embarrassing. So embarrassing. It's been how many months? Man, I have I have I have an explanation. It's more like an excuse. It's not really an explanation. I have an excuse. But don't we all have excuses? Free me. What's up? How's everyone feeling? Um it gets into the festive season you know festive period um not really seen it you know usually you 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 can tell that it's it's getting to that Christmas period that festive season just by being outside you can people like the mood the mood feels different, but Charlie, this 2023 doesn't really feel festive, does it there's so many things that have gone on, so many um what's the word? Uh, we're back again asking for the word uh, Anyway, but There's so many things that have gone on since the last time we spoke, guys So many things In case you've forgotten what this is This is the WSNT Podcast And I am your host, Uncle Johnny And let's, let's, let's give a, a brief recap Since the last time we spoke What's happened? So somewhere in September, right? Somewhere in September, I, th- I think I hope I'm not mistaken um, there was the there was the occupied Julobee protest that was held at I want to believe thirty seven. I wasn't able to go myself, but I was an avid supporter and online retweeter and poster. Yeah, that's what I was. I was an online champion. Um, I think what it was for two days or three days: Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Thursday, Friday. The first one was, it was bad. The Thursday one was bad. So many things went wrong from from optics. Um, police giving different um, accounts of what actually transpired during the data. Charlie was so bad. Like I, I encourage everyone to actually go online to research like the events that happened or like the things that transpired during those two day protests. And I need to shout out the Ghanaian youth. To an extent you guys are, have been brilliant and your resilience and your resolve is something that we need to acknowledge and encourage. Cause we you guys you guys didn't know to the organizers, those who showed up, those who supported through sending funds, retweeters, posters, making like creating awareness of the fact of that the protest one is going on and the current unacceptable conditions, um, the people of Ghana, the good people of Ghana, are we good people? Anyway, (laughs) the good people of Ghana have been subjected to it. has been very appalling and very disappointing from people who we thought, or who most people, if we're keeping it a buck, who most people thought were going to save us from what we considered torrid times, right? But alas, but alas, anyway, yeah. So the, we had the, the Occupy Jollof protest. Twenty. Let me tell you something about some an, an experience I had during the protest. So I think on the Friday when when you know when it rained and everything, you had this event thing. And in my office where I work, and and I can be very honest with you that I was out of sorts. I, I it was was like, how can I like my peers are out in the streets fighting for a better Ghana and I am here, quote unquote, enjoying. I like my mind couldn't accept that this was what was happening. Like in this area was and everyone around me seemed a little nonchalant and I don't care. Like, well this doesn't that's I'm not saying I like, didn't have a conversation with everyone so I might be wrong. But the vibe was like, it's either, okay, let me, let me, it's either they didn't know, but I doubt because they're very young and very social media heavy, so I doubt that was the reason, but it was like, mm, I don't really care. That was the vibe I got anyway, and from a few conversations, I got into an arguing with my, one of my boys, like, bro, what are you saying? Like, it was very, very, very interesting. Um... What was happening in that time apart um that was September in October what, what significant thing happened? Oh, there's something I've been meaning to talk about i I, I stated this we'll probably have an a in-depth conversation with a guest soon on this someone in the music industry very soon, maybe multiple people. But where do you pull, draw the line on the type of art you consume right and I've been having a very difficult time. With this, first of all, even with the protests, right? The way some of our beloved artists, right? Musicians, screenwriters, actors, actresses, the way they behaved, um, you could really tell where their values lay, right? You could tell that these people had really sold their principles for the guap. And I'm not, and I, I, get it. Everybody has, um, everybody has a certain level of financial responsibility. They, they need to ensure are are taking care. Of but like, where do you draw the line? And for us, the consumers, where do, you, are you, are we going to keep supporting people who seemingly do not have our interest at heart? Because I know I'm not going to buy anything from a store that doesn't support me. I'm not going to stream any artist that I feel doesn't support me or doesn't want to see me thrive. I'm not going to engage any person who's like just downright shady, right? That's just me. So I'm like, I'm curious. Where do we draw the line? I remember um, there was one artist who's going to remain anonymous because I, I guess it was all these accusations were alleged. So one of the Nigerian big boys where... No, there was a shooting. Someone's wife was involved. There were fights um, somewhere in Nigeria, and also been accused of being part of a gang in his younger days. There were stabbings. There was deportations. Very serious, serious allegations, and I guess they are all alleged, but they are very serious allegations. And I was a fan of this person's music, like. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I'll probably give a hint to that. But once you get to know who these people are in their personal lives, does it affect how you view the music or are you able to compartmentalize everything and say the art is the art and their personal lives is the personal life? For me, it's very difficult to, for me to do that, right? It's very difficult to say this person is an asshole in his personal life, but. His music is dope, so I'm going to support the music. You see, like, it's very, it's very strange. For me, it's easy, and I know it's easier when you don't really like the music, right? To say, I don't even really listen to your music like that. But consciously, I have made a conscious effort to not stream that person's music because I'm like, until there is clarity on what actually transpired and there is a resolution to these accusations where it's proven without or beyond reasonable doubt that this said individual is innocent, I cannot continue to support you. I wish you the best. There's no hard feelings to whoever is going to continue to support you in your craft because I'm an artist myself, actually. The artist wants to eat. But if you're, for my personal, like my principles, And my own sanity and integrity will not permit me to support someone whom I know is willingly doing evil or wrong in their personal lives. I can't separate the music and the artist. Like, the person and the artist. The music and the the, the art and the person. I can't separate the two. It's one person creating both. So you can't create good art and be an shitty person in, in real life and I'm like, ah... He's a great rapper, but he's, he's one of the best experts from Africa. Oh, he's one of the best rappers in the whole world. Oh, he's a businessman. He's a mogul. Oh, he's a millionaire. He's a billionaire. Now nah, I can't, I, can't I, don't care, I don't really care about all that. There's some, like, life is really simple, if you ask me. Life is really, really simple. As a believer, it's, it's really simple for me. There are certain guidelines. I, I operate with. And this not to judge, but I will not associate myself willingly to certain activities or people I feel are not going about this life thing the right way. Especially when it's to the inter- the detriment of others. Actually, I can't. I can't. It, it's surprising. Like There are people who defend these people to the grave Beyond reasonable doubt, we say, we all, like, we all can, or most of us can agree, majority of us can agree that R. Kelly did whatever they said he did, right? And he's, he's guilty and all of that. But you still find people defending R. Kelly and saying he's not, it's crazy to me. It's crazy to me. I'm not even, it's crazy to me. Anyway, I said something about being a believer. I'm, right now. I'm just telling you why I've been away and everything that we're, telling. this is a recap episode. It's a recap episode. We are back, and we are going to be here for a long while. Um, one of the reasons why I took a short a break—it's we needed to, like, the team and I needed to figure out what this platform was really going to represent, right? Um, under the um, the type of content on the, on the podcast space. Um we opted to go for social and culture because most of the things we're going to speak about are with regards to our everyday life, um relevant cultural news. Um but th- the reason why we went for that and as opposed to Christian um and as much as that is what our core belief is, is because um the world is large, right? And in as much as we're going to tell our stories, um, my lights just went out. My lights just went out. Can you believe it? Man, we'll be back. <laughs> Come, I don't even remember what we were talking about too. <laughs> anyway, to other news, I just turned twenty-eight. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah, yeah. Getting cl- a little closer to 30. I'm looking forward to 30. I'm telling you. It's not even a joke. I'm, I'm, I'm keen. I'm keen. I had a conversation with a friend today. Shout out to Banson. Um, we're just talking about growth, age, um, perspective, values, hobbies, goals, dreams, progress. And it's... Charlie, when, once you're in the, on the journey here... I I said this in a few episodes ago. Once you're on the journey, it's very difficult to see how far you've come and the progress you keep making. But when you take your time to like pause and just look back and, and you'd be amazed how far you've come and it's just like Charlie. This one our God. This one our God. What else has happened? What else has happened? What else is new? Oh. I'll be remiss if I didn't speak. This is probably the last time I'm going to speak about. and Because as you know, the introduction to every season is very short. You know, we don't do like some 25, 40, 30 minutes. Just do like a quick 20 minutes and then we move. This is the last time we're going to speak about. So recently, very recently, um, the verdict for the... Is it Energy Bank? I don't remember the the banker, the, the guy who attends Church at, um, First Baptist. I think it's called Eugene or something. I don't remember his name, Nimako or something like that. And and his NSS girl. <laughs> so the I don't I don't know the details of the case, but I do know that it was ruled out in favor of the guy and the girl was um I don't know, this pair reports in the news. Can't really trust our news cycles details, but from the news media outlets, the reports were the case was ruled in the favor of the 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 banker. And the girl was um, charged to pay, I think, a fee of 10 k to the guy. I think for legal fees or something. I don't know what, what the fee was actually for. And I saw the comments on social media. And I think the comments were, are very telling of where we are as a society. And I think everyone is missing the point that I, th- I think, regardless of what the girl's motives were for bringing this issue to the forefront and to public um, notice, I think we, we don't hold our leaders to the same moral compass we hold every other citizen or every other person. And this goes from our church leaders to our family figures to our family heads to CEOs, big men, millionaires, basically people who have a certain level of influence and wealth we do not hold them to the same moral compass we hold the average Ghanaian. And it's very concerning because everybody or most of the comments I was seeing online were about, eh, she no anchor, she just shot up, take the money. And the, I think the bigger issue is that a, ma- a man with a wife and kids is engaging in adultery. And I think this is just my bias to the sanctity of marriage. It's, yo, you're married with kids. You're holding a high position. You're supposed to be a, whether or not you want to, you are supposed to be an example to the community. And unfortunately, this is what young men are seeing nowadays as role models. Like, I won't make so much money, so I'll go feed you the same thing. And most of you don't think you, you do the same thing because, oh, I'll be faithful to my wife. No, look at you. You're not even faithful to your girl. When was the last time you were truly committed? And I'm, t- I'm not talking about just having sex with someone else. Which first of all, you shouldn't be having sex with your girl if you're not married. Anyway, I'm not talking about just sex. I'm talking about the creation of intentional emotional connections with different people just for a rise, and it's just it's just telling that nobody was actually calling out the man. That well, from what I saw anyway, most people were all about the girl slack, the girl slack, but the guy. And I'm I don't even know if apparently he's an elder in the church, and if he's still holding that elder position, that's that's a shame. Because to be a leader in the church is very clear the type of individual you must be. Paul documents it clearly. So if he's still an elder in the church, and if he attends your church, bring it up to the leadership board that he cannot, he cannot be a leader in the church. I'm not saying you ostracize him from the church, but he cannot have a leadership position in the church. At this point, he needs to find another way to serve in the church. He cannot be a leader. He cannot be an elder. Mm Mm-mm. Elders have a certain status quo they have to live up to. And if he, he fails, he cannot, he cannot be a leader. It's unfortunate. And Charlie, I was very disappointed in the comments I saw some peers making. And I'm like, bro, you guys are missing the point. I understand maybe her, her, her motives were, were interesting. Right? But the core issue is that a man with that level of influence, wealth, and the one that hits me is especially a married man, who holds such a high position in a church? Engaging in such acts, allegedly, because I don't want to be sued. But the, the issue is, I don't think it was ever denied in court, the level of the uh, relationship. I don't think it was ever denied in court. I stand to be corrected. So I'm just going to keep that allegedly there because I don't have money if I'm sued, if anyone ever hears you. <laughs> I don't have money for that, that, that court nonsense, innit? But I would be very disappointed if he's still holding that elder position in the church. He shouldn't. And he should probably go for counseling. I wonder if his wife is still with him. I, I don't know. But it's unfortunate. And, Charlie, we need to do better. We need to hold our leaders to a certain, you know, your, your, your lifestyle must match or it must mirror the position you hold. And, and that's why I think everyone is encouraged to be a leader so you can actually live according to a certain standard if you view yourself as a leader, you, whether or not you, you have the same level of influence or wealth as some of these people, once you view yourself as a leader, you're, you're living to a certain standard. Conk. And it's just unfortunate. It's just unfortunate. Well, Charlie, anyway, the WSNT podcast is back. Thank you for waiting on us. Thank you for sticking with us. (laughs) We love you and we'll see you soon. Peace and love.